Hey guys, it's me and my mama here to give you an encouraging word for the week of Thanksgiving. We get to read out of Hebrews today. I hope you guys um, either take t- take some time to read alongside of us or just um, have a good place to listen so that you can absorb what Jesus has to say today. And we're reading out of the message because we just love the message. Yes, we do. Okay, we're reading out of Hebrews 13. It says, stay on good terms with each other, held together by love. Be ready with a meal or a bed when it's needed. Why some have extended hospitality to angels without ever knowing it. Regard prisoners as if you were in prison with them. Look on victims of abuse as if what happened to them had happened to you. Honor marriage and guard the sacredness of sexual intimacy between wife and husband. God draws a firm line against casual and illicit sex. Don't be obsessed with getting more material things. Be relaxed with what you have. Since God assured us, I'll never let you down. Never walk off and leave you. You can boldly quote, God is there, ready to help. I'm fearless no matter what. Who or what can get to me? Appreciate your pastoral leaders who gave you the word of God. Take a good look at the way they live and let their faithfulness instruct you as well as their truthfulness. There should be a consistency that runs through us all. For Jesus doesn't change. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, he's always totally himself. Don't be lured away from him by the latest speculations about him. The grace of Christ is the only good ground for life. Products named after Christ don't seem to do much for those who buy them. The altar from which God gives us the gift of himself is not for exploitation by insiders who grab and loot. In the old system, the animals are killed and the bodies disposed of outside the camp. The blood is then brought inside to the altar as a sacrifice for sin. It's the same with Jesus. He was crucified outside the city gates. That is where he poured out the sacrificial blood that was brought to God's altar to cleanse his people. Okay, now I'm starting on verse 13. And these verses in 15 and 16 are actually my dad's favorite verses. And I love that. So let's keep going. So let us go outside where Jesus is, where the action is, not trying to be privileged insiders, but taking our share in the abuse of Jesus. The insider world is not our home. We have our eyes peeled for the city about to come. Let's take our place outside with Jesus, no longer pouring out the sacrificial blood of animals, but pouring out sacrificial praises from our lips to God in Jesus' name. Make sure you don't take things for granted and go slack in working for the common good. Share what you have with others. God takes particular pleasure in acts of worship, a different kind of sacrifice that take place in kitchen or workplace or on the streets. Be responsive to your pastoral leaders. Listen to their counsel. They are alert to the condition of your lives and work under the strict supervision of God. Contribute to the joy of their leadership, not its drudgery. Why would you want to make things harder for them? Pray for us. We have no doubt about what we're doing or why, but it's hard going and we need your prayers. All we care about is living well before God. Pray that we may soon be together again. May God, who put all things together, make all things possible, who made a lasting mark through the sacrifice of Jesus, the sacrifice of blood that sealed the eternal covenant, who led Jesus, our great shepherd, up and alive from the dead, now put you together, provide you with everything you need to please him. Make us into what gives him the most pleasure by means of the sacrifice of Jesus, the Messiah. All glory to Jesus forever and always. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Friends, please take what I've written most seriously. I've kept this as brief as possible. 
I haven't piled on a lot of extras. You'll be glad to know that Timothy has been let out of prison. If he leaves soon, I'll come with him and get to see you myself. Say hello to your pastoral leaders and all the congregations. Everyone here in Italy wants to be remembered to you. Grace be with you, every single one. Well, what a beautiful scripture, amen? Grace be with you, every single one. We should just say that every single day when we see people. That's beautiful. Um, and when I mentioned that I started in verse 15 and 16, that that was my dad's favorite verses. Um, he just has been gone for 15 years now. It's amazing how fast that that has gone by. But I love that in his little pamphlet that we did for his funeral, that those were his favorite verses. And I like that it says that we can do good to others and make our voices and our praises are as a sacrifice to God in such a beautiful way. Yeah. Um, I I feel so strongly about the beginning part of this actually which is essentially just talking about um, regard prisoners as if you were in prison with them wow i mean nobody really wants to do that but i am amazed at uh, it starts off with stand good terms with each other held together by love be ready with a meal or a bed when it's needed and to me that just looks like like identify what god has given you with and then hold those those things with open hands um because really i don't think god wants us to be a uh a swamp. He wants us to be a river, which I'm sure you guys have heard that before. But just uh, recognizing generosity right at the beginning and then going right from generosity into empathy. Regard prisoners as if you were in prison with them. Right. Look on victims of abuse as if what happened to them had happened to you. And even just in life, I feel like so many people are crying out to be heard. And I think that's why we have such extreme things on social media right now, why we have such extreme conversations with each other because nobody really feels like they're being listened to. And um, as Christians, we have the privilege of um, knowing that God is listening to us and that God cares and that God never leaves us and never forsakes us. But if, if, if someone doesn't know God or doesn't love God, you are the closest thing that they'll get to feeling like they're accepted and feeling like they're listened to and heard. And ideally, that will point them to Jesus. Ideally, that's going to be the thing that is leading them to God. Just the, it says the goodness of God is what leads men to repentance. And I want to make sure that that's something that I exhibit. And then it goes right into don't be obsessed with material things. We (laughs) need to remember that. Right. Our life is not about the car that we drive. It is not about the computer we have or the phone we have, or even the, um, shoes we wear, the clothes we wear. And I, I mean, I'm talking to myself. I get caught up in this too. And I think essentially what that's just pointing to is like, God has assured us, I'll never let you down. I'll never walk off and lead you, leave you. God is there ready to help so we can be fearless no matter what. And I think sometimes we attach ourselves to the things of of this world, the things that we can actually physically touch because those feel like things we can control. And God is not something that we can control. He is not, he's not within that capacity for us, but he is better. And I, I think it's important for us to all remember that, that at the end of the day, it's not about what we look like, what, what, you know, what car we drive, what computer we own, but it's about recognizing that the things that we can't control, the God things even, that he has something better in mind than what we have. And then if you kind of segue into the next part of that, it talks about I'm fearless no matter what. And mm-hmm. we live in, a, in an age right now, in a season that is 
totally fear fear based. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people that hear things on the news and it causes their heart just to palpitate, you know. And um, and anxiety's higher than it's ever been. Suicide's higher than it's ever been. And the Bible tells us that we can be fearless no matter what. And and really, um, that's a beautiful place to live in a place where. Fear does not have to take hold of us. And I love that it says, God is here ready to help. I'm fearless no matter what, who or what can get to me. Mm-hmm. And we know that we've got this beautiful shield around us that's the word of God and, and the blood of Jesus that God is keeping us steady. And then in verse 8 where it talks about Jesus doesn't change. He's the same mm-hmm. yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I mean, that totally gives mm-hmm. me hope and strength. Mm-hmm. And it helps us realize that, you know, there's there's... Whatever we face, we we are never alone, but we're going to make it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, I do. I and I do love Grandpa's favorite verse. Though, mm-hmm. make sure that you don't take things for granted. Don't go slack in working. Wait, and go slack in working for the common good. Share what you have with others, which is right back to generosity. And it says God takes particular pleasure in the acts of worship, a different kind of sacrifice that takes that take place in kitchen and workplace and on the streets, and. I just, I just want to remind you, the setting ourselves in the place of thankfulness first, mm-hmm. and then um, going from there. I think sometimes we do it totally, totally backwards. We say, God, can you please help? Can you please give me this and that? And don't get me wrong. God loves that we come to him, and right. he will help. He wants us to ask. Yeah. But I really do think it is for our benefit that we come with a thankful heart, that we come with a grateful heart, because I think that gives us an opportunity to be able to receive what he has for us. That's so good. Um, because we're not living out of that lack, because we know that Jesus is there, and we know that God will never leave us, and that we don't right. need to be afraid. I think sometimes we just need to remind ourselves of that. We get caught up in that as much as the next person. Well, and I love it that it does say to pray for your pastoral leaders Mm -hmm. and I'm a pastoral leader so Mm -hmm. I know that you're praying for me and I appreciate it and I want you to know that we um, are so thankful for those that pray for those who are in leadership and that's not only your pastors but Mm -hmm. it's also other people in authority even government officials so we need to be praying for those and we're so grateful that you do pray for us and then um, you know it's so cool to think that um, this was actually a letter to a, a specific group of people and mm-hmm. he gets to say say hello to everybody because yeah. I'm gonna be with you like hey guys hey guys hey mom yeah and then what a beautiful ending you know grace be with you every single one I just love that yeah and that's a great way to end and that's where we're gonna end today and we just want to remind you that your words really do matter so speak up build up and lift up and grace be to you and happy happy thanksgiving